This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com
Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, September the 21st, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling, whether that's AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that brings you all the late-breaking headlines, what's happening backstage, and what's happening in the rumor mill. We are a podcast that's absolutely free anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Starting over on e-wrestling news, Mr. Stone advocates for Von Wagner. We have some news on WWE's The Bump, and we have some news on Billy Corgan. You can check out this week's edition of WWE's The Bump. Now the episode features the Judgment Day factions. You can also see that on their social media pages as well. In addition to that, Billy Corgan's uh, head of the Smashing Pumpkins band recently posted a new music video for their song, Beleaguered. In the video, you will see NWA stars such as Mercurio and May Valentine are also featured. Now, in addition to all of that news, Hallmark announced today that they'll release the first ever WWE Keepsake Christmas ornament that will be released this coming October. You can find all the details if you cruise on over to their website. For more information on all of this late-breaking news, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. Tony Khan reveals what he learned from the fallout of the AEW media scrum. Now, Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. AEW president Tony Khan was a guest on today's Busted Open Radio to promote tonight's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam happening at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Now, during the podcast, Khan revealed that he learned a lot while dealing with the fallout of AEW's All Out, remembering that he can turn to people in AEW and more. Now, here are some of the headlines and the highlights from that interview. Now, what he learned about the fallout of All Out. Don't forget, you have great people around you, no matter who you are. There are always going to be people around you. Everyone has different situations, family, friends, people at work, whether it be people at school. And you don't even realize all the people who truly care about you and want to see you succeed. We had a lot of stuff happening in the company. We had a lot of great people at AEW who want to make the company get better, no matter what the problem in front of us may be. Now, those people are here and they want to see the company work. Now, before the Tournament of Champions, a lot of people in the tournament stepped up. I don't care what's happening. I love this place. I love you and I want to make this place great. I'm here for whatever you need. Those were the words of reassurance from people like John Moxley, Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson as well. Tony Khan definitely continues to feel the support from many of his top stars. Now, on the people who have returned to AEW, Khan would go on to say, having a lot of people return, no matter what you think of them, having people who were away, their returns do mean a lot. Samoa Joe is one of the biggest stars of all time and has a great presence in our locker room. It's great to have him back. Even MJF has had a big difference now that he's back even on TV. Now, I don't agree with everything he says, but I do think wrestling fans love to see MJF and he does make a big difference in AEW, especially on Dynamite. It's really about all the fans and rallying around AEW and the wrestlers making this product what it is today. Now, Khan also talked about on remembering he can turn to people in AEW. Whether you've seen people here and there, sometimes you see them during the day and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you would only hear from them during the pandemic, during the lockdown. But some of the challenge we face in AEW, we were absolutely at a low point. And then Mr. Brody Lee was sick on the verge of passing. And when he passed, everyone was rallying around his family. It was one of the most serious examples that we've ever faced. I can't even compare it to anything else. And I don't want to compare it to anything else. It was just that serious. It's as big as it gets. 
and it makes you put things into perspective compared to everything else we do. If we can all come together as a family, we can get through just about anything. And for me, I've learned a lot personally. But the most important thing is, whatever position you're in in life, if your back is against the wall, please just remember, there are people out there that you can turn to. If you'd like to find out more about what Tony Khan had to say, about his feelings, about what he's learned about since AEW's All Out, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. WWE and MMA star Ronda Rousey is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark's writing in, she believes that Shayna Baszler is one of the best workers in the WWE. Now, during a recent live stream video, WWE superstar Ronda Rousey commented on why she believes Shayna Baszler deserves a big push in WWE. Rousey said she thinks that her best friend is one of the best workers. She would also go on to say, You're totally right about Shayna being one of the best people on the show. I need them to get all their stuff together and for people to eventually realize this. Now, Shayna Baszler lost the SmackDown Women's Championship against Liv Morgan at the 2022 WWE Clash at the Castle pay-per-view event. Now, Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship will be taking place at WWE Extreme Rules, which will be happening shortly. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News. Follow the WWE, Shayna Baszler, and Ronda Rousey as more information will be coming forward. Athena is making news at this hour. The widely successful NXT star transitioned into AEW. Now she's commenting on said transition and her concerns about getting lost in the shuffle now that she's in a new company. Ryan Clark writes in, AEW wrestler Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon in WWE, was a guest on Busted Open Radio this week. She was there to discuss her spot in the AEW women's division, making the transition to All Elite Wrestling and so much more. Let's check out the highlights of that interview. Now, the first thing she discussed was her transition to All Elite Wrestling. She would go on to say, and I quote, I'm still acclimating myself to it. I don't want to say that I'm fully formed in right now, but I just jump right into the mix. I still want to find my place, and I'll say the locker room is great. It's awesome. Everybody's very uplifting. All the women in the locker room want to see everyone else succeed. As a locker room, we want to push each other to the boundary of what women's wrestling can really do and see how we can hang in there. You know what? We're all ready to go to war. We all agree. Let's just do this. That's the one thing I absolutely love. I remember feeling like everybody thought that we were these porcelain princesses when it came to women in wrestling for a long time. Oh, don't let them fall. Don't let them get them hurt. But Mickie James can attest to this because she's been through the worst of the worst in women's wrestling, and she's way better than I am. We have continued to evolve in women's wrestling, and we push boundaries even to this day to what women can do, especially in AEW. In AEW, I feel the women are getting the right platform they need and they're getting pushed. I love to see everyone doing so well. And when their time comes up, I always say, hey, it's your move. You shouldn't let anything get in the way of this. If you'd like to find out more about what she had to say about her transition to All Elite Wrestling after her departure from WWE, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Brian Pillman is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in. Brian Pillman Jr. reacts to Malachi Black requesting his re- release from AEW and so much more. Now, during a recent appearance on Cafe de Noray with Rene Dupree, AEW star, Brian Pillman Jr. commented on Julia Hart leaving the Varsity Blondes, Malachi Black requesting his release from All Elite Wrestling, and so much more. Here are some of the comments that Pillman had to say. Now, first on Julia Hart leaving the Varsity Blondes, he would go on to say, and I quote, 
It's pretty plain as day as what happened. As soon as we lost her, we kind of lost our edge and our spark that made us the good babyface group that we had gotten over. A lot of what we were doing with different spots, we had her involved in. We had her in the cheerlead background for us, and she was really playing up to our strengths. Somebody came in and decided it would be better with the group that she was with a different group of people. I definitely wasn't happy with it, to be quite honest, but it is what it is. It's not my show, and it's not my business. I thought that maybe stopped us a little bit from seeing what our true potential could have been with Varsity Blondes, and after we lost her, we lost a lot of our momentum. I remember the first thing I got approved was my big first pitch. I was to have her join us. It was a great feeling when you actually get a creative idea and it gets greenlit. The bosses here were very happy with it, and to have being able to take part of the decision-making process made me feel good. I was very happy just being in AEW in general. I don't think the Varsity Blondes were the fullest creative extension of myself, and I don't think that... I gave a lot of effort as much as I probably should have, and it's definitely lacking something. But I thought the crowds actually did the best they could supporting us, and I really, really like working with Griff. It's not like me and Griff were going to turn to the evil dark side and become these bad guys or somehow mysterious kung fu masters. It just made a lot of sense for a, a cool, generic, rowdy, jock gimmick to go for it, and we did. We're just a couple of guys just trying to learn the ropes. Now, he comments on Malachi Black requesting his release from All Elite Wrestling. This is what he went on to say. I have a lot of respect for Malachi. He's one of the best athletes and wrestlers ever. I learned a lot training with him. If it had gone my way, we probably would have broken up our group sooner than later, but some things just had to happen, and Julia went on with them in their storyline. But at the end of the day, everyone kind of just made things work on the show, and we really started working hard to put together a good product. And you know what? Sometimes I have to agree, what's best is best. He was just trying to make some really good stuff and some good content for his matches. He's a really hard-working guy, too. Unfortunately, it was a bit at our expense sometimes. And I know it wasn't meant to be. It just wasn't meant to be. As far as him leaving, I don't know what that's all about. Some people deal with different things. Overall, he's a really cool guy. Always talkative with me. Well, all the drama, well, maybe he needs some time to recharge and focus on his personal life. But I can tell you this right now. I can't tell you that I'm happy about him leaving because I'm not. I like him being around on television. If you'd like to find out more about what Brian Pillman Jr. had to say about Julia Hart and the departure of Malachi Black from All Elite Wrestling, continue to follow eWrestling News and more information will be coming. Dax Harwood, one half of FTR, reveals Vince McMahon's perception of FTR in the WWE and also his thoughts on the Usos. During a recent interview with The Ringer, FTR's Dax Harwood commented on Vince McMahon's perception of them when they were a tag team in WWE and a possible match with the Usos in the future. Now, on Vince McMahon's perception of the revival, he would go on to say, Well, when we got to the main roster, things kind of happened right then and there. We were on the main roster, but Vince never saw us as anything more than just helping other guys. For example, Heavy Machinery, the team of Otis and Tucker, we were going to be working with them on all the house shows, and we were going to be teaching them. They were very young, but they were also very, very good. They had great potential, but we were tasked with teaching them how to do tag team wrestling. And then when you get stuck with that moniker of being the teachers, you never really get to move on from that position. Then, in turn, is the reason we asked for our release after a year and a half. 
Now, on a future match with the Usos, this is what he said. I'm asking you to also include this. I'm not saying I want to go back to WWE to wrestle, but I think I'll go down as saying, as far as the greatest tag teams in WWE history, the Usos definitely qualify. But man, could you imagine 2022, the Usos and FTR? That would be a dream match right now. And maybe one day it can happen. But if not, hey, at least it's still a pipe dream. For more information on everything Dax Harwood had to say about things in WWE and why they seem to go so south with Vince McMahon, continue to follow E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Tony Khan again is making news at this hour. Tony Khan is discussing the value that John Moxley brings to All Elite Wrestling and many comments on if MJF has a new deal in place. During the recent appearance on the Click Podcast WWE President, Tony Khan commented on John Moxley's value in AEW, MJF's recent comments about his new deal with All Elite Wrestling and more. Now, first he talked about John Moxley and the value that John brings to the company. He would go on to say, and I quote, John Moxley is a huge part of AEW. When we launched the company, at first I had imagined that Moxley would be free. He was a part of our very first pay-per-view, running out the very end to surprise the original Double or Nothing crowd over three years ago. He's been a constant presence in our company, and he's really, really been able to hold things together. It's really such a special run for John Moxley here in AEW, and this year in particular, I think it's been his best yet. Not just AEW, but in professional wrestling as well. He's had so many great matches, both singles matches and teaming with the Blackpool Combat Club. Great matches, including Anarchy Around the Arena and Double or Nothing Blood and Guts match on Dynamite as well. And now it's all culminating in such a big match that's going to be happening with Brian Danielson at AEW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's the finals. It's a dream match, certainly for Mox and his partner, Brian Danielson. And Mox was really the one who pushed me to bring Brian Danielson into AEW in the first place. It's pretty special to see how all this came together. And now they are one-on-one for the world title on Dynamite. Now, he then changed his tune to talk about MJF. Now, the salt of the earth, as many wrestling fans know, has had a lot of disagreements with the AEW president and creative. MJF has had a lot of issues with former champions and stars coming in from WWE, not only getting more screen time, but actually making three to four times more money than he is. Once again, that's according to MJF. Now, this is what Tony Khan had to say, and I quote, I did see and hear the remarks that MJF had made, and I'm not really going to comment on his contractual status, but I wouldn't say it's great to have MJF back in AEW. I think it is. I think it's great for the wrestling fans to be actually able to have him back. He was gone for three months. And you know what? He's also great for a ratings momentum. We had great ratings going into All Out, and they've gotten even stronger over the last several weeks. It's really building to the big Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe this week. If you'd like to find out more information about what Tony Khan had to say, again, about the potential of what's going to happen at Arthur Ashe, John Moxley's value in AEW, and what the potential contract looks like for MJF, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. If you are a betting man, this might be the story you want to listen to. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. The betting odds are in for tonight's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. Now, tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite Grand Slam will air live on TBS from the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Now, all the matches on the show will feature titles being defended, and Bet Online has sent us the following betting odds for tonight's matches. Right now, Brian Danielson is a heavy favorite to come out as the winner of the World Championship match. Now, as far as the interim AEW Women's Championship, Tony Storm is a heavy favorite to retain as well. 
as far as the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the acclaimed are the extremely heavy favorites to do that. The All-Atlantic Championship is heavily favored to stay with Pac, as it looks like he will defeat Orange Cassidy, and Claudio Castanoli is a heavy favorite over Lionheart Chris Jericho. With more information on all of it, continue to cruise on over to BetOnline.com and also eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. Halloween is just around the corner. Hope you're getting your trick-or-treats ready. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour how fans can get their tickets for WWE's NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc pay-per-view event. WWE's NXT Halloween Havoc pay-per-view event will be live airing on pay-per-view October 22nd from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Now, according to the post on the official NXT Live Facebook fans group, you can get free tickets for the big event as long as you follow the guidelines. Now, here are the announcements. Welcome, WWE Universe, to NXT Live Group. Here you will find all the information you need to be a part of NXT's 2.0 Live Studio audience at the WWE Performance Center happening in Orlando, Florida. Now, currently our attendance is invitation-based. Every Wednesday at noon, we email an invite to everyone who's in our database. The invite contains information about the rules and regulations as well as the registration link that you must follow and fill out if you attend to uh, follow to attend the event. Now, each person in your party must be registered separately. If you wish to be added to our database, please send an email with a desired email address to nxttickets at wwecorp.com. Now, in addition to that, children under the age of 5 are not permitted to attend NXT, and you must be over the age of 16 unless you are accompanied by a parent or guardian. Now, you also must show a proven photo ID, and it must be able to be checked by NXT individuals. Face coverings will be mandatory throughout the course of the event. Please be sure to read all your emails thoroughly. They contain very important information on everything. If you'd like to find out more about how you can get your tickets to NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc, continue following Ryan Clark and he will have all this information being posted, guess where? Yep, on eWrestling News. We have the news coming in and brand new ratings for NXT 2.0 from Tuesday night. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. This week's episode of WWE NXT 2.0 drew 688,000 viewers on the USA Network, which is down from last week's 728. Now, the show did a .15 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49, which was actually the same as what they did last week. WWE NXT 2.0 ranked number 7 in the top 115 cable last night. The episode featured Tyler Bate versus J.D. McDonough, Axum versus Nathan Frazier, Toxic Attraction, which is Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane versus The Diamond Mind, Ivy Neal and Tatenum Paxley, Cora Jade versus Wendy Chu, and Von Wagner versus Sanga. And there was also so many more vignettes as well. If you'd like to find out more about the ratings, continue following eWrestling News. You can also follow Brandon Thurston, who carries all of that information over on Twitter. Joey Janela, the aforementioned bad boy, is talking about how Tony Khan hated his vignettes that he did with Sonny Kissed. Ryan Clark's writing in, When a fan on Twitter recently commented on the vignettes that aired on AEW Dynamite with Joey Janela and Sonny Kissed when they were a tag team, Joe Janela replied by saying the following, AEW president Tony Khan hated them and didn't want them to air on television. Now, if you want to find out more about this, follow Joey Janela at Janela Baby, and you can find out more about what he had to say about what did happen with him when he was in the world of AEW. For more information, continue also following Wrestling Inc., and we'll have more information on that. 
MLW is making news at this hour. Major League Wrestling posts spoilers for a title change from their Super Series taping. Ryan Clark's writing in, We previously report on eWrestling News that MLW middleweight title changed during this past Sunday's Super Series TV tapings. The title change came down from Sean Skywalker defeated Myron Reed. Now, while the match will be airing on an upcoming episode of MLW Fusion, the company sent a pre press release out to spoil all of that. If you'd like to find that out, follow them on all forms of social media and cruise on over to their website as you will find out the latest about the big title change. Xavier Woods, the big WWE superstar with The New Day, is making news himself. Xavier Woods is set to appear on an episode of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Now, an advertisement aired during last night's episode of NXT 2.0 to promote ABC's Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Now, in that promo, New Day's Xavier Woods was shown as being one of the people that is playing on the game. While another ABC or NBC or WWE have announced that Woods is going to be in fact involved. He will definitely be a contestant on the upcoming episodes. You can also follow him at Austin Creed Wins as well. And you will find all the details of when his episode will air if you also follow Celebrity WOF. For more information, continue following eWrestling News. And we will have more information on the other celebrities that will be participating in that game. Mandy Rose is making news at this hour. The buxom blonde is talking about toxic attraction moving to the main event roster and how it would be really cool when they're fully ready. Now, Toxic Attraction dominated NXT 2.0 for the past year with Mandy Rose at the helm as the WWE Women's NXT Champion and Gigi Dolan and JC Jane as the top tag team. Now, speaking to Out of Character with Ryan Satin Podcast, Rose said she would like to see Toxic Attraction move to the main roster at some point. Now, Dolan and Jane appeared on a few episodes of SmackDown in the recent weeks, but are still a part of NXT 2.0. This is what Mandy Rose had to say, and I quote, Yeah, I think it would be really cool, especially right now. Bailey's trio. I think it's super cool, and I think one day it'll be really awesome to face off against damage control. But right now, I just want everyone to be ready and to be well prepared for anything that is going to happen. For more information on all this, continue following NXT on all forms of social media. You can also follow Mandy Rose on all forms of social media as well. Alberto Del Rio is making news at this hour. Former WWE champion says Vince McMahon has been treated unfairly ever since he is retired. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio said the reaction of Vince McMahon's departure from WWE has been, and I quote, unfair. McMahon announces retirement from WWE in July following the allegations of paying millions to staff to hide extramarital affairs and allegedly coercing women into performing oral sex. Now, the investigation right now is still going on and no details have been released since. Speaking to Sports Kita, Del Rio addressed McMahon's departure and the praise he gave Triple H since he's replaced him as the head of creative. Now, Del Rio would go on to say the following, I think it's a little unfair for Mr. McMahon right now because the way he's gone out there and the way everything has happened and what people are saying now and how everything somehow now is just so much better, I think it's unfair. They shouldn't be saying that it's better. They should be saying that it's different because that's the way it is. It's not better. It's not worse. It's not worse nor better. It's just different. Now, Del Rio debuted in WWE's main roster back in 2010, but he was released in 2014. The former world champion returned in 2015, but was released in 2016. For more information, you can follow him on all forms of social media. You can also continue following this article, which is trending over right now on eWrestling News.
We have some new information about The Rock's new movie, Black Adam. We have some information on where you can see the trailer for his upcoming movie. Now, Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour, a new trailer for The Rock's Black Adam movie was released today, and it will be released in theaters on October the 12th. You can check out the official trailer and the promotional material before. Now, New Line Cinema is working with Dwayne The Rock Johnson as he stars in the action-adventure Black Adam, the first ever feature film to explore the story of DC superhero coming to the main screen under the direction of Jamant Collan, who also worked on Jungle Cruise. Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the ancient gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam, played by Andre the Rock Johnson, is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. For more information, check out the trailer that is airing right now on social media, and don't forget to continue following you wrestling news, and more information will be coming. John Cena is making news at this hour. John Cena joins Kevin Hart Die Hard 2? Oh, the Die Hater cast? Let's find out more about this. Now, Variety is reporting that John Cena has joined the cast of the second season of Kevin Hart's Die Hard 2. Now, Die Harder is a comedy series that airs on Roku. Now, Ben Schwartz and Paula Peel are also the latest cast members to join the show as well. Now, Hart plays a fictional version of himself that is tired of being the sidekick in all these action movies, and he enrolls himself in an acting school to be a leading star. Here is a synopsis of Season 2. After achieving his dreams of becoming a bona fide action hero in Die Hard, Kevin Hart now wants to cement himself and his legacy as the greatest action star of all time. He's developed a concept for a revolutionary movie where it is so action-packed and unscripted and unexpected that Kevin won't know what's coming next. But Kevin's myopic dreams come with a blind spot when he soon finds himself with a villain of an evil revenge plot. Orchestrated by someone from his past, Kevin must enlist in the help of his two favorite co-stars Jordan King returning from season and his over-angered assistant Andre which is played by Ben Schwartz Andre's mom Siantha also played by Paula Bell and legendary Hollywood stuntman Mr. 206 also known as John Cena as he does everything he can to survive the season for more information on everything Kevin Hart continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward we have some big surprises on what may be happening at AEW's all big event happening at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City tonight. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. AEW President Tony Khan has continued to hammer home that tonight's episode of AEW Grand Slam featuring a live Dynamite and Rampage taping will be a major event within the company. During his appearance on Busted Open Radio earlier today, Khan said he might have a trick or two up his sleeve for tonight and that surprises might be in store for both Dynamite and Rampage. Now, Khan would also go on to say that this is the closest thing to a pay-per-view that people are going to get on TV. Khan also noted that the show is big value to fans, especially in the area, and has urged them to come to the show in droves. Now, you can find out more if you watch the show, which will be airing live tonight on TBS at 8pm Eastern Standard Time. Check our local listings for time and availability in your area. Tony Khan is once again making more news. Tony Khan and CM Punk seem to be synonymously tied to one another, even though the former world champion still hasn't yet to be heard from. Andrew Ravens is writing in today, as previously noted on eWrestling News, CM Punk 
was ripping Colt Cabana, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and MJF at the post-all-out media scrum. Punk was part of a fight with Nick and Matt Jackson at the event that led to Kenny Omega and a steal getting injured as well. Later on that night, they were stripped of their trio's championships as well as Punk being stripped of the world championship. Now, subsequently, Punk has undergone surgery to fix a torn tricep. The estimated projected time that he would be out is right around eight months. Now, the situation is still under investigation and whether or not CM Punk will return to the company after his tricep is healed up is still yet to be known. Now, that's also the fate for A. Steel, as many people still don't know if he will be returning to the company either as in the fight, he was alleged to have bitten Kenny Omega. Now, while appearing on Rock's 105.3 The Show, AEW President Tony Khan was asked what he was thinking as Punk was speaking at the media scrum, just sitting there, and he went on and said the following, I can't really comment on any of that. Now, when pressed for more questions, Khan said this, What's going on is this. It's the best show in pro wrestling tomorrow night on TBS. AEW Grand Slam from Arthur Ashe. Since All Out, it's the best wrestling newsworthy show that has happened. It's one of our best shows and our best ratings. And for that reason, AEW has put together some of the best matches in the lineups. Right around, so much excitement around our company. Not only with big championship fights, but we're excited about the return of MJF. What is he going to say next? What is he going to do? That's pretty huge. That's one of the main things that we're focused on right now in AEW. Now, Khan was again asked that the backstage drama from All Out took away from MJF's return, and Khan then said this to say, I'm not going to comment again on that, but I will say MJF's return has been a massive needle mover for AEW and has generated a ton of interest. Having MJF on Dynamite has been great. That's another reason why we have such great ratings numbers. He's a great star, and he's a huge part of our company here at AEW. For more information on all those things regarding MJF and the big event that's going to be happening at Arthur Ashe Stadium, continue following eWrestling News, and we'll have more information for you. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether that's AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, and so many more. It's a daily podcast that is dropped anywhere fine podcasts are made available, and once again, it's absolutely free of charge. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. Cruising over to our friends over on Wrestling Inc., Tony Storm is making news. Tony Storm praises AEW's work environment, said, yeah, sometimes we have hiccups. Olivia Quinn Evelyn's writing in, Tony Storm shocked the world when she made her AEW debut on March 30th's edition of Dynamite. Now, since then, she's managed to work her way all the way to the top of the women's division, capturing the AEW Interim Women's Championship at the All Out pay-per-view. Now, she's been given her chance to take over the AEW locker room in the women's division. Following reports that the morale is at an all-time low in AEW, now this is what she had to say. It's been really nice, Storm admitted, while speaking to TV Insider. Everyone is really happy. Everyone I'm around is feeling really proud to be here. And you know what? I love it. I think it's a really great locker room. I think Tony Khan has the right idea. It's about being fresh and being new and exciting and trying new things on TV each and every Wednesday and Friday. Now, those aware know that Storm was signed by WWE for four and a half years, beginning her stint with the company in 2017 as being a part of the Mae Young Classic. Now, she officially signed the contract in May 2018 before she was shipped on over to NXT UK to be a major part of their brand. Now, she won the Mae Young Classic and captured the NXT UK Women's Championship in January of 19. Then she was officially moved to the main roster in July of 21 as part of the SmackDown brand. Now, she exited the company last December after 
revealing that due to some struggles in mental health and dependency with her personal life that she decided that she needed to move on from the company. Storm would also go on to say, I'm definitely happier, she said. I think it's a really good atmosphere, and I think it pushes me to even work harder. I'm improving a lot because of such a nice work environment. We have hiccups, yeah, every locker room in pro wrestling has its faults at times, but I think overall, I'm in a good place. Now Storm will defend her championship tonight on AEW Dynamite and the Grand Slam in a four-way match. You can see that that is going to be starting over on TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and if I haven't said it before, check your local listings for time and availability. Eric Mutter is writing in at this hour. Eddie Kingston comments on AEW Grand Slam and his upcoming match with Sammy Guevara. Eric Mutter is writing in at this hour. It's been a whirlwind for the past few weeks for Eddie Kingston, who spent a big deal being on a collision course with Sammy Guevara at AEW's All Out pay-per-view before being suspended for a backstage altercation. Now, Kingston returned in time to battle tomorrow Hishi at All Out Zero. It was the pre-show. Now he'll finally get his chance to get in the ring and get his hands on Sammy Guevara when the two will go toe-to-toe on Rampage portion of the Grand Slam event, which will take this place this Friday on TNT. In a recent interview with Justin Barso of Sports Illustrated, Kingston revealed that, you know what, he's excited about the upcoming bout. I'm really focused on it right now, Kingston says. It'll be good for Sammy too. He's going to learn some new things. Now, Grand Slam will be taking place again at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York, not far away from where Kingston grew up in Yonkers. Kingston, also along with John Moxley, was victorious at the Grand Slam just one year ago, and he talked about what it means to face Samuel Guevara and what he considers to be his home turf. There's nothing like fighting at home, Kingston said. I wouldn't say it's going to be magic, but if it's going to be me beating him up, you know what? I don't mind that. I'll double down and I'll fight him again. Sammy, you know what? You can go. You can say a lot of things, but you know what? What I can say, you're a younger man. But you know what? You're also a former champion on three different occasions, and I think Sammy can bring it. Sammy also has a lot of pride, but you know what? Pride is the first step to a man's downfall. For more information on this big match that's going to be happening, continue following all these news happening over on Wrestling Inc. Dakota Cohen's writing in at this hour. WWE NXT star calls Seth Rollins his father. Now, Seth Rollins has been very successful in his nearly 10-year run in WWE, winning Money in the Bank briefcase in 2014, becoming a Grand Slam champion, winning the Royal Rumble in 2019. He even helped train future NXT stars as well. WWE tweeted out a video compilation of the moves that Nathan Frazier was able to put together in a recent NXT match against Axiom such as a suplex into another suplex variation into a Phoenix Splash, moves that Rollins does in his matches. Now, Frazier responded to WWE's post by saying, like father, like son, and he tagged at WWE Rollins. Now, the 24-year-old was trained by Rollins and Mer- at Merrick Brave at the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. And now, it's a wrestling school that has been open since 2014. The black part of the name comes from Rollins' name when he was in Ring of Honor, known as Tyler Black, a place where Rollins won his first world championship. Now, Frazier has been in pro wrestling in the business since 2018, since he was working the indies before he started competing with GCW and then eventually in AEW. Frazier opened to sign with 
WWE and said he would, and made his debut on the NXT UK brand, which is now defunct, back in January of 2021. Now, a brand where wrestling was much different then. He was also known as Ben Carter. But since arriving to WWE, Frazier has not found any championship success. However, he was trained by Rollins and picked up some wins over Axiom, formerly known as A-Kid, Santos Escobar, Grayson Wilder, and Sam Gradwell. Frazier also has a unique distinction of being Gunther's, formerly known as Walter's last opponent in the historic NXT UK. Frazier's currently the best of three series against Axiom, where the series is going to culminate following Frazier's win on September's 20th edition of NXT. For more information on everything NXT, continue following eWrestling News, follow Wrestling Inc., and all other forms of social media regarding the latest on the NXT brand. Randy Orton's making news at this hour. Randy Orton is scheduled to be a witness in a tattoo lawsuit. Now, Robert Grunier's writing in at this hour. WWE's Randy Orton will be making a court appearance to serve as a witness in a trial where his tattoo artist is attempting to sue WWE. Now, take two incentives software, Inc., 2K Games, Inc., 2K Sports, Visual Concepts Entertainment, Ukes Limited Entertainment, and Ukes LA, Inc., the tattooed artist, Catherine Alexander. She fought a lawsuit back in 2018, but it was postponed multiple times, mainly due to COVID-19. Now, Alexander is claiming that WWE WWE 2K had infringed on her trademark by applying Orton's tattoos to his characters on his body in the video game, but did not have permission. Anderson also states that tattoos she did on Orton's body between 2003 and 2008 are easily recognizable by fans who know him in the public. She then submitted applications of registers for copyrights from each of the aforementioned tattoos that she did on March 15th of 2018. Now, PW Insider explaining that Anderson had attempted to file things with WWE, but was only offered $450 for the rights. She would then turn that down, reportedly, and she told WWE that the plaintiff did not grant any permission to WWE to copy or duplicate any of these things in the likeness and the character in the video game. Now, the jury will ultimately decide whether Orton was automatically granted an implied license to use his tattoos in the video game, or if WWE actually has to license the products that are on his body. For more information on all of this, continue following Wrestling Inc., and you can get more information on what's going to be happening to Randy Orton in his tattoos. Athena is making news at this hour at WWE, and now currently AEW star opens up about trying to find her place in All Elite Wrestling. Fernando Quails is writing in at this hour. Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon in NXT, was a women's champion, and she was very successful. Now, ever since she debuted in AEW at Double or Nothing pay-per-view, she's immediately started a feud against TBS champion Jade Cargill and the Baddies, but she hasn't been a major part of programming so far in AEW, and she was also unsuccessful in her bid to capture the TBS championship and the all-out match that she had. In fact, the match only lasted five minutes. But nearly four months later into her AEW run, Athena told Busted Open Radio that she remains positive in the process of trying to find her way in the company. She would go on to say the following, and I quote, I'm still acclimating, Athena said. I don't want to say that I'm formally in the company as far as completely comfortable with everything. I just jumped into the mix. And you know what? I'm still trying to find my place. And I'll say this. The locker room's great. And it's awesome. It's very uplifting. I love working with all these women in the locker room. I can't wait. And I love to go to war with everyone. Now, she's come a long way in her wrestling days. Now, many women in the AEW locker room are learning a lot 
lot of things from the more maybe experienced wrestlers that are coming from WWE. For more information on everything Athena, continue following Wrestling Inc. And more information on this will be forthcoming. That's going to do it for the headlines for today, Wednesday, September the 21st, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast for all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether that's NXT, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, All Japan, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that drops, and guess what? We're absolutely free of charge anywhere you find your podcasts. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.